Jingle bell, jingle bell rock, jingle bell swing and jingle bell ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Something like that. I can't believe that we're about ten days to Christmas. December really just said like, let me show you some real speed or something, and like. Monday is the last day of school for me, and I'm off for like a 20-day break until January 4th. And I feel like the the break is just gonna go by really quickly because of how quick December has been. But I'm just in need of a break from my assignments and stuff. So I'm glad that I have that rest, and I have some things planned for this period of time. So I hope you guys stay tuned, and let's get right on to the episode. Kale Vanakam to everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Monday Brews. We are on episode 14 and I just wanted to take this moment and say thank you to everyone who has been supporting me and who has been like consistently listening to every one of my episodes that I put out. Um, you know, doing this every week on a Sunday isn't the easiest thing because um I don't know where the week brings me, you know, like, and I'm human and I get to feel, like, sad or tired or, like, sometimes and um, I'm not able to deliver the best episodes, but I'm really, really thankful for everyone who still listens to it every single Monday or, like, whenever you can, you know, like, just thank you for that. And I checked my statistics today um, before filming. I just wanted to see, like, my progress on how this podcast has been doing and I realized I hit 1k like listeners like as in many of you guys have listened to my podcast for about a thousand times um like with with adding up 13 episodes together and it's truly something that I never thought I would be doing this for a long period of time I thought I would have like started it and you know it wouldn't have like ended up somewhere and I would have stopped it one way or another but honestly the support that you guys give me it gives me the motivation to like continue and keep following my dreams which is you know just growing my platform and sharing a message that I have and sharing more about my life on the internet you know because I want people to feel like they're not alone you know so yeah thank you guys for that I just want to take like a few minutes just to thank you guys for the support and there's so many things that I'm like planning um that might be a new season of Monday Booze as well. I'm planning to make it up into sections and have each section be like a different uh, topic. And it's all in the works. Everything is just kind of everywhere right now. But once I come into the details, you guys will get so many more announcements. And I do have more things that I want to do with my TikTok and my Twitter platform. There's so many things that are coming up. So many projects and I'm just really excited and I hope you guys stay tuned and are excited as well. So this week has been a roller coaster of emotions for me to be honest because like it just seemed like an incredibly long week and I'm kind of glad it's done because like I mentioned in the intro my break is finally here and I get to rest up for about 20 days. 20 days is not really that long it's just about two weeks and you know like six days but better than nothing right like better than nothing and I get to refuel before I start my second 
literally this is literally my ter- last term oh my god I just realised my last term damn yeah it's my last term like so it's just a break before I work as hard as I possibly can for my last term because I really really want to get into year one of poly and for those of you guys who for those of you guys who are new listeners or who don't know I'm actually in poly foundation program in Republic Poly and I'm doing mass comm so I have to basically pass the entire year to get into year one so that's that you know but yeah let me get into the box breathing first and then like I'll get into the highlights of my week and stuff because I feel like that's a bit easier you know so yeah, I'm just gonna do my little box breathing right now. So I'm gonna take take a deep breath for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. And let go for four seconds. And hold for four seconds. And one thing I'm really, really grateful for right now at this moment that's coming to my head is the support that I get from the people around me um especially during this week because this week has been really hectic and taxing and I think um you know like without the support of my loved ones this week especially like from like one main person this entire week um I wouldn't have gotten through it and something really tragic happened like which I will mention later but it happened like yesterday and I was like oh my god I I feel like my whole like world is crashing upon my like face right now because I didn't think it would affect me as much I didn't see it coming as well and I actually got really like emotionally affected by it so it really was a moment that I really needed some form of like strong support and love and I felt that so I will share about that in a bit after you are done with your gratitude session so it's time for your gratitude session right now with me so like stop whatever you're doing right now and just take a step back um sit down or you know maybe go and like just look at your window or like just look at the surrounding around you and give yourself a little hug right now or like a pat on the back whatever that feels comfortable for you and taking a deep breath for about four seconds one, two, three, four. Hold for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Let go for four seconds. One, two, three, four. And hold for four seconds. One, two, three, four. And say out one little thing that you're grateful for today. I'll give you guys about 10 seconds while the music plays. Okay, I hope that was enough time for you to think of like one small thing that you were grateful for and you know, you were able to appreciate that this morning or whenever you're listening to this because I do um, get messages from some of my close friends that tell me that you know, I'm not able to always listen, it, listen to it on a Monday morning but sometimes some of you guys apparently listen to this to sleep and that's kind of a huge compliment that my voice and this whole thing is able to let you sleep because um, 
I know some of us have like trouble sleeping and stuff so if this is helping you sleep like I'm really really grateful and please reach out to me so that I can thank you for the support and stuff um but yeah um let's get right into the highlights of my week so um I started off the week feeling very like off for some reason I don't know why um like my energy was just kind of off and I decided to go for a run on Monday after school so went for a run and I knew the run would make me kind of tired but I actually just really needed something to get my mind off of like everything and just kind of escape for a bit so it was nice to like run from where I live to um Bukit Panjang so it's about four kilometers or less than that I'm not sure but I got there in like 70 minutes which was pretty good and like for someone that doesn't run often like I dance and stuff but my stamina has always been like super low and it was great to like reach there in about like 20 minutes and stuff so yeah and um, I I was having a lot of frequent lows this week Um, every now and then I felt like a little dip so I actually channeled that energy into helping people at the same time and and reminding myself at the same time so I made um two like tiktoks on like you know how you can take care of yourself when you're sad I don't know if you guys have seen it but um it was inspired by this tiktoker called Anna um her tiktoks are so freaking uplifting and I like am so inspired by her and I love that she has such a love for life and the perspective of it that she gives me is just it makes life worth more living um you know because of the way she portrays it and stuff and school was really busy this week I think I had so much going on that I can't really pinpoint like um specific things that happened that were funny or whatever but we had a whole week full of Christmas Christmassy events for like my English lesson and you know, each team had to come up with, like, um, a Christmas game to get to know everyone a little better, and we had games like Truth or Dare, um, Guess which Who Is That Baby, or something like that, and we also got to decorate the class, so we are actually, like, living in, like, a very Christmassy, like, atmosphere in, in school, so it's actually really, really adorable, and, um, I also ended off my week with a run on Friday and oh yeah for Thursday um we had a very intense like dance session because we were supposed to have filming today actually on a Sunday um for something that we've been working on but um the filming has been pushed back because of certain uh, reasons and we'll probably only film it next year and release it next year so stay tuned for that but you know as much as I'm sad that I can't film it like this year itself um it's okay, like, that just, mean, that just means that I have a lot more to practice and I can just do it next year, you know, like, something that I can look forward to in the coming year. And, yeah, so that happened and there were some events that were not pertaining to my life that happened that I would like to address, um, mainly, like, pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement. So, um, I don't know if you guys are, like, still up to date with it, but... Black lives still matter. This is just a little reminder on that. Um, so I want to share about two um, incidents that happened this week. So it's about Casey Goodson. Um, he was just this 23-year-old black man that like literally had no criminal record whatsoever. And he got shot 
in Ohio um, by this like police officer because they were looking for like violent offenders or some shit like that but they literally like shot a random guy on the like the street when he was entering his room uh, I mean his home like um, after he went to like the, the dentist and he got a subway and the bag was literally just a sandwich but for some reason this guy just thought it was like a gun or something and he shot the guy to death like death and it is really heartbreaking um just because this guy looked like a black man he is equivalent to a threat like to this police officer's eyes like it's just fucking stupid and just rest in power to Casey and I really hope his family and friends get the justice that he deserves and his name is always remembered and yeah I just things really gotta change there man the system is fucked um talking about the system is fucked um Brandon Bernard who um was convicted of murder um if I'm not wrong was sentenced to death um, in 2000, but his execution happened this year after his sentence, sentencing, and I am just here like, what the fuck, because um, the story is really, um, like, iffy, like, here and there, um, some people said that he's, he wasn't the shooter, and he was 18 at the period of time when this uh, murder happened, Um People also claim that he was forced to set the car on fire and stuff like that. But um, I don't think... As much as he, like, contributed to the murder of a family or, like, you know, these people, he did reform himself during the time that he served prison. Um, he actually helped a lot of youths um, get away from criminal activity with his story and, like, he really was someone who was full of hope and who was really positive and he was also really sorry for like the hurt that he caused to others and stuff and um Kim actually Kim Kardashian actually was like uh someone that really worked close with him and he, they tried to like get him out of um death row for the 20 years that he was sitting there, sitting on, like, that thing for, but, you know, he eventually got, like, executed this week, and I was shocked that they actually went through with it, despite how um, much he has changed and stuff, and his last words were so, like, heartbreaking to me, and I was like, what? Like, I didn't know how to feel about it, the whole thing, because... He said something along the lines of, like, he just wanted to, like, thank everyone for how, like, how much they fought for him. And he's, like, super grateful that he even got this far. And, you know, like, Kim did, like, reassure us saying that he left this earth feeling, like, supported, loved, and at peace. But at the same time, this is unacceptable. Like, he literally didn't have to die for the thing that he did. He sh- he could have just, like, spent more time in prison or something. Like, I just feel like executing him was just not the right way to handle this whole thing. Like, if he, like, if he did contribute to, like, killing someone or, like, some people and 
like killing him is not gonna solve anything you know like that's just not gonna be like oh like justice is served or whatever like he did change and we need to understand that people are allowed to change and grow and we need to look past their mistakes no matter like how big but you know it doesn't mean you forget about it or whatever like you just have to let them like I don't know disappear or let them do their own things at their own time and just let them learn and grow slowly at their own time because not all of us are not everybody's literally not a saint like all of us have done something that we regret and you know we were given the chance to take our time to grow and change from that but for him it's like there wasn't a choice and I feel like it's just it was also because he was black you know so it's just really unfair and I truly hope um the family that you know he has and the people that he helped along the way like find peace with the fact that he's not here anymore to like even just it's just really heartbreaking because I know he I think he didn't like actually meet his children at all like I think he was in jail the entire time um his children have been like growing up and stuff and I don't think he has ever touched his children like he was always behind that glass where they come to visit and talk to him and it's just it's just very ew but I just hope his story um helps just change the system it's just so fucked and I know with like Trump's like last few days of presidency and Biden coming in like things major major changes can happen but then again like it's it's unpredictable and I just hope that black people in America and all over the world just feel more safe and they feel more loved and they and they just aren't like seen as a threat to anyone anymore cuz they're just human like they never got the chance to choose the color that they were born in the the ethnicity or whatever like it's just yeah I'm just kind of all over the place from like these pieces of news this week and I also wanted to share about uh, a campaign that I've been supporting um, on Giving SG. I will be leaving everything in the description below of this uh, podcast. But Masood um, is a 37-year-old Bangladeshi migrant worker who uh, like came to Singapore when he was 22. And he basically uh, fainted on the 23rd of November and he woke up in NUH after like a really long time. And he was told that he suffered, like, um, a right brain hemorrhage or something like that. And his whole left side is paralyzed, so he's slurring his speech and he's unable to, like, feel anything on his left side. And he is also, like, in need of um, occupational therapy and physiotherapy to hopefully regain some mobility. And he also requires a dialysis for the rest of his life. And they will soon, like, be sending him back to Bangladesh for his rehabilitation and treatment. But it's going to be really, really difficult because he needs, like, treatment from private institutions. And it costs about $1,000 in Singapore dollars a month. And they have been trying to raise funds to help his family um, cushion this, like, huge, like, healthcare expense that they would have to bear with for kind of the rest of their life because of how like um seriously injured he got so um they are raising about twenty five thousand dollars um until the end of january if i'm not wrong so 
if you guys are able to donate a minimum of ten dollars to um help Masood, that will be greatly appreciated. Um, if you can't just like donate, um, just simple things you can do is just repost it on your story or share about it with your friends or, you know, parents who are able to actually pay for that ten dollar minimum uh donation because it's on giving SG and stuff. So yeah, I hope you guys can help um uh Masood out because I think it'll be really great to, you know, see that smile on his face when he knows that, you know, so many people around the world or locally just donated because they wanted to help him and they wanted to like make him feel better and stuff. So yeah, go and help Masood. Um the one topic that I wanna talk about today is um women feeling safe when they go out um late at night. Um you would think that in Singapore it's very rare for all these things to happen. Well, I thought that it was quite rare because, you know, even though I am a girl, I do not look like your average girl with like long hair, um someone who who is like super girly or whatever. Like I I'm just not I don't look like a girl from the back, you know, I just look like some small teenage boy. <laughs> so on Monday, I actually um went out with a couple of friends because they were having, like, drinks at the bar and stuff. So I just went in to join them to, like, sit in for dinner and stuff. And we were having a really good time and it was time for us to finally, like, go home. So I offered to send them home because um I was still, like, sober and stuff. You know, I was pretty much still fine. I was just kind of tired, but I didn't want them to not reach home safely so I offered to send the both of them home and we were at Little India so I'm not gonna name the restaurant at, that we were at because um as much as they were nice to me they did have some um iffiness to them but maybe we'll talk about it in another episode if it if I do feel like it's a problem um but yeah we were at this really like shady place in Little India and it's the part where it connects from Little India to Bugis very quickly. You can just kind of walk through that little path. So we were walking down to um, the bus stop so that we can take the bus home. And we actually went to the Prata place, like, down the street after the, the drinks because um, I needed my friends to, like, eat a bit so that they can sober up a little bit before heading home. So I was eating with them, and this male... Um, I, I don't know what was his race, but he looked Indian. Um, he just kind of sat a bit further away from us, but in the corner. And from, like, my peripheral vision, I could see him, like, looking at us pretty often. So I I just kind of, like, looked at him and I just, like, raised my eyebrows, like, what the fuck do you want type. And he definitely looked like he was under the influence of alcohol. So I was, like, being careful about it with how I interacted with him and... So, I just, like, told my friends, like, hey, guys, um, there's this guy, like, there, but, like, don't look. Um, just don't give him that power um, to know that we know that he's watching. Like, just continue talking, just continue being yourselves, and I'll get you guys home safe. And they were like, okay, like, we trust you and stuff. So, eventually, we got up, and he got up at the same time, so I was kind of sus about that. So I made them, like, come towards the side and 
I just stood there with them for a while. I just told them, like, okay, we just, like, talk here for a while. Like, tell me how was your day and stuff. And he was standing in the corner and I was like, what the fuck? Like, he was standing in a corner where I couldn't see him. But I knew he was still standing there because he didn't, like, cross the road um, in any, like, direction. He didn't, like, disappear anywhere as well. So I just knew that he was behind that wall. So I was, like... In my head, I was like, do I, like, go up to him and fight him? Or, like, do I even have that right? Do I just take my goals and run? Like, what do I do? So I had to really go into, a, a like, a very, like, logical but quick-thinking style. So I grabbed the two of them. I hooked them. So I was in the center and I was hooking the both of them. And I just told them, don't look back. Don't react to whatever this guy is going to probably do or say. But just walk with me and walk straight. So they were like, okay, so I just got them and I started speed walking to the street light um, where we can cross. And this guy hops out of nowhere and he starts following us from behind. And in Tamil, he said things like, okay, you can come and suck me off. Like, I'll give you money and stuff. And I had to resist the urge to like kick him or just punch him because of how disrespectful he was to me and my friends. Um... And I was like, where did he even get the balls to face, like, three people at once? Like, I don't know where this guy had the balls to, like, do this. But in my head, I was like, what the fuck do I do? Because this has happened to me once, but a really long time ago. And I had male friends around me. And we were not in a very, like, secluded area. Like, it was still a place where a lot of people were around. So I wasn't worried about it. But this time I was literally just me and two other people. And it was a really like Ulu area at like 12, almost 12, um, coming to about, you know, like 11.45 or something like that. And I was like, ah, what do I do? Like, do I um, make my girls like stand together? Like they are both like quite wobbly, like they were there, but they were not there at the same time. So I was like, do I let go of two people, like let them fall or whatever and like, kick down this one guy or do I just ignore him and get my two girls home safe and stuff like that and I was like would I feel unsettled would I feel unsettled if I didn't do anything or whatever like I was just really really trying to weigh out my options so I eventually came to the conclusion that I'm just going to continue walking with them and not give him the power and I am just going to ignore him and that's the best thing I can do. And I was just reassuring my girls the entire time we were walking to the uh, crossing. And I was like, guys, just bear with me. Like, you're going to be safe. You're going to be okay. Like, I'm here and stuff like that. And yeah, so I was ready to like just drop kick this guy. Like, if he was going to ever touch any of, any of us. And if he even got that close. But I quickly like moved them to a place where a place where um, two guys were standing there. So I went, to, went up to this Indian guy. And I was like, uh, bro, like, could you... Um, turn around and like make sure that like nobody's following us because there was this guy that was following us just now and stuff and he was like nobody's behind you and I was like oh shit like I'm sorry about that and I realized at that moment that guy just kind of like derouted himself because he knew that we were approaching more people in a more people populated area so yeah he just left but I still remember his face and it's just so fucking frustrating that I didn't do anything about it I feel like I should have called something or someone the police or whatever like just so that this wouldn't have happened to another group of girls or another person in general 
but if I do see that guy in the public the next time, I'm just going to like, I don't know, I don't even know what I will do, but I'm just like frustrated that I didn't do anything major about it. But then again, I am very proud of myself for handling it the way that I did because no one got hurt and my girls eventually got home safe together. So I was like, all right, I guess, you know, but this shouldn't be a norm. Um, Like women should feel safe or people in general should feel safe wherever they go, um, no matter what they wear and stuff. And I think my girls were pretty decently dressed as well for uh, for this guy to, like, try to do this to us. And I, I don't know, like, this whole thing just leaves me a little, like, what the fuck? And the whole phrase of, like, men are trash just keeps coming to my head and I'm like... <sighs> it's just really disappointing to know that even in a country like Singapore where literally it should be safe for you to like walk around at like one two in the morning that this happened to the three of us and yeah I just think that this is disgusting and and like I know I get that you're drunk and you want to have some fun or whatever but like having fun in so there's so many other ways that you can have fun like you don't have to disturb women in public for you to like like I don't know like if you really wanted some like go home and wank or like go to a place where they offer you these services and like pay them like since you were so open about paying like might as well go to a place where they actually offer these services right and not to like people in public where they are literally just trying to get home and come on, it was a fucking Monday, like, how did this guy, it just, mm. and, like, I just really feel like, no matter what you wear, no matter where you go, you're, you're, you are supposed to feel safe, like, I hate people like this, who try to make people feel uncomfortable, people feel unsafe, and, especially if, like, I, I keep thinking about the worst things, which are, like, what if I wasn't there, and, what if he actually made a move? Like, would I have been able to forgive myself? Like, for, you know, whatever reasons. I have my own issues that come up with things like this. So, I'm like... Yeah, I was just there. I was just very, very glad that I was there at the right time. At the right space. And this opportunity was given to me to... You know, put my own, like... Thinking skills to, like, the test and whatever. Like, I know this is not supposed to be, like, a norm or whatever, but... I'm just very grateful that this opportunity to learn was given to me and I am very proud of myself for handling it. But then again, this is an issue that shouldn't be happening and I just hope that wherever you guys go, whoever you guys are, whatever you identify as, um, just wear whatever the fuck you want, do whatever the fuck you want, but just please stay safe because we can't control people like this and, you know, take the most rational... Um, decision that you possibly can like the right one please don't um like be quick on your feet lah like don't make decisions that are gonna like put you down put you down like in a rabbit hole and just cause like a bunch of problems after like think of the future and not like what you want to do at that moment because that really helps to gauge your decision sometimes and yeah just to end off with that just stay safe and um, if you guys ever feel like you need someone to talk to because things like this happen to you or if someone like actually advanced on you, my 
platforms on every like social media platform possible are open twitter instagram um you know like you guys can reach me there or if there is any other way you can reach me like via my number if you have it um you can um i'm always here to listen um i will always hold that space for you guys and yeah i just hope that this week's episode you guys um enjoyed it um i think it was a good one personally i feel like i did a good job in this one but i hope you have a gorgeous monday ahead of you and a day filled with so much love and light and just a week filled with blessings and i hope that one good thing happens to you this week at least one good thing and i'm going to send that to every one of you guys that listens to this and yeah thank you so much for tuning in i will see you guys again really really soon and yeah take care love you guys see you again choose love be brave